0: I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones, and welcome to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. Nowadays, a conversation about spirits is looked upon in most of our Western world with a high degree of suspicion. 500 or so years of materialistic positivistic science has pretty much kicked the stuffing out of the philosophy that included spirituality in its precepts. But some pretty formidable literary figures and philosophers included the spirit world in their canon, including Shakespeare and Dickens. Some great artists even considered the purpose of arts to be a transcendental one and included considerations about spirits and God in their everyday conversations. It's mostly we moderns who now, in our smug self-assuredness, poo-poo the idea of spiritual influence as being old-fashioned and passé and dismiss any such views as superstitious and childlike. But maybe those past geniuses had a better grasp on reality than we do. Maybe there is something from the vast pre-modern worldview that bears a further look and could be brought back now to help us make sense of our complex and confusing modern world. The Science of Spirits, today on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. Our program is produced at the International Society of Analytical Trilogy in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I try for once a week, but uh, don't always make that. (laughs) You know, when I first started blogging and uh, publishing this program about six years ago, a good friend warned me that a blog was a cruel mistress. And I've come to understand the truth of that in practice as I work to fit this show into our very busy schedule down here. Not that my work regimen is relevant. Uh, This is all a way to say that I feel a great responsibility to produce these radio programs, both because of the importance I see in the scientific philosophy they are based on, from Norberto Kepi's School of Analytical Trilogy, and also because I have an email relationship with many of the listeners to our programs and our Stop Radio Network. I do love to hear from you about what we're doing, so you can do that anytime at at jones.stop.org.br or through our Thinking with Somebody Else's Facebook page. And please know that your letters are important and do help to inspire me to continue and to try to find new ways to bring this great science to you. I sincerely hope our Stop Radio Network and Thinking with Somebody Else's Head programs are making a difference to many who listen around the world. You know, when I first moved to Brazil back in 2001, I can't say that I was very conversant with today's subject, the science of spirits. I was really a typical product of a traditional Canadian education and upbringing, which became more and more secular as I grew up, gradually squeezing out any consideration of the deeper currents of spirituality from my experience. And, of course, I played my own part by being almost totally oblivious to any possibility of spiritual influence or a a worldview that was more linked to the 5,000-year Judeo-Christian tradition. I'd become, I guess, a modern man to the point where I considered the play by the famous agnostic turned believer, C.S. Lewis, called The Screw Tape Letters, a dramatic representation of a young man being tempted by demons, in which I had the lead role of Mike as the temptee in my high school play way back in 1972. <laughs> I considered this to be allegorical rather than as having anything vital or relevant to say. I consider all this much deeper, and with much more solemnity today, after eleven years of study of nerberto Kepi's psychosociopathology, there is much in this perspective to be considered by open and ethical thinkers. C.S. Lewis himself is a fascinating case, a self-avowed agnostic in his early years at Cambridge, Lewis came to believe in many of the religious tenets, especially concerning Jesus and his claim to divinity, after rigorous intellectual pursuit. And the moment that story becomes a possibility for you, the more the door is open to the reality of spiritual influences as being more than horror flicks and nightmare stories." This is something for serious intellectual and psychological consideration. The prolific incidences of serial killers or murderers who profess to hearing voices telling them to kill should be sufficient to give us pause. And the knee-jerk explanations of materialistic science to blame chemicals or distorted brain synapses should be considered with a bigger grain of salt as well. Norberto Cephi's psychological science doesn't banish those experiences to the graveyard of modern rationalism, but opens the door to considering the massive influence of the spiritual world on our everyday lives. I know that this is difficult to accept for we in the so-called developed world who pride ourselves on our imagined rationality. After all, we no longer check under our beds at night for boogeymen or believe in tooth fairies, and uh, we can tend to look down on those who do believe in a more traditional belief structure of rebel angels and falls from paradise and other such universal stories that we dismiss in our supposed superiority, and to our great detriment, I might add. As Cappy himself lays it out in his remarkable book, Universe of the Spirits, We are much more connected to the spiritual world than we think. I remember a college roommate of mine many years ago, big strapping electrical engineering student, rational and practical to his core, being unable to sleep for a week after watching The Exorcist. Kepi's contention is that evil is inherent in civilization today, and the only way to diminish it and even beat it has not yet been used and that is consciousness of it. The general idea we have is that evil should be banished. It's kind of a good idea, of course, but difficult since it's so much a part of life. And since there's no way to fully neutralize it, we must become conscious of it if we don't want it to dominate our lives. This evil does in secret, of course. As Freud showed us, most of what we are lies outside our awareness, and this spiritual world is part of Of what we're unaware of. You know, I agree totally with Kepi that we're extremely vulnerable to those influences inside and out that we don't want to become aware of. They control us from the shadows and our only protection from them is the light of consciousness. It's with this intention to open the door to considering this possibility that drives our program today. One final thought. Relegating stories of exorcism and possession and spiritual voices to the land of make-believe also makes us vulnerable, and the evil spirit's biggest accomplishment, between quotes, has been to make us believe that they don't exist. They do, and not just in horrifying outbreaks like holocausts and mass murders and Abu Ghraib prison. No, in our everyday life." And my fellow liberal thinkers must be especially careful. We have followed a vehement philosophy of modern rationalism that has excluded a consideration of divinity and universal ethics, and this exclusion is holding back the arrival of the truly just society we say we want. I hope you, too, will be open to our program today. So stay tuned. Claudia Bernhard-Prascheko joins me in a moment to explore the science of the spirits— when thinking with somebody else's head returns.
1: From the International Society of Analytical Trilogy in Sao Paulo, Brazil, this is the Stop Radio Network.
0: This is Richard Lloyd-Jones. Our programs are based on some remarkable scientific research and clinical practice emerging from Brazil. The scientist whose work orients us all here on the Stop Radio Network is called Dr. Norberto Kepi and his science is called Analytical Trilogy. It's an analytical science that touches all areas of human endeavor. Kepi has new economic proposals that will lead us to a just society, educational approaches that unblock our creativity so we learn more quickly, psychosomatic health perspectives that clarify the root causes of our health problems and then treat them, and a revolutionary technological philosophy that has led to the Kepi Motor, An innovative magnetic motor that's up to 90% more efficient than traditional motors. It truly is the science for a new, just, and sustainable society. And we're going to share the magnitude of this science with the world at our World Conference on Analytical Trilogy coming up July 6th to 13th, 2013. I'd like to invite you right now to join us in beautiful Brazil. It'll be a great energetic wave you can join. July 6th to 13th, 2013. More information is available by email jones at stop.org.br. Love to see you there. Join us.
1: This is the STOP Radio Network. Broadcasting from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Back in 1986, Norberto Kepi wrote a book that predicted the worldwide economic crisis we're facing today. Liberation of the People critiques the pathology of power that lies at the base of our inverted social system and points the way out. This is essential reading for anyone wanting to find out how we got in such a mess and how we can get out. Liberation of the People, available in print or downloadable versions now at HealingThroughConsciousness.com. You're listening to Thinking With Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. Our program is based on the science of analytical trilogy. If you're interested in learning more, you'll find information about books, TV shows, and any upcoming congresses or teleclasses on our site at HealingThroughConsciousness.com. Now, back to Thinking With Somebody Else's Head with Richard Lloyd-Jones and Dr. Claudia Bernhard Pacheco on the Stop Radio Network.
0: Welcome back to our program, Thinking With Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. Richard Lloyd-Jones, Claudia Baron Harper-Shakewood has joined me again. And uh, I'm just telling you, I was listening to our radio, with this great new radio station, or this new uh, iPhone app. It's actually available on any kind of cell phone. You can download, I'm just going to look at it on my cell phone as I'm talking. It's called TuneIn. It's a free app. And on this app, you can access any Radio station in the world wow. that streams through the internet. That includes our radio program, which is very <laughs> cool. <laughs> and so, and with and then with your little with your little USB outlet from your your smartphone, you just plug that into your car radio, and you have access to our radio station anywhere you're mobile. So I was listening with some friends of mine driving down from Cambodia the other day, and I was listening to an old program we did. Uh, Susan Berkeley was in the studio, we were talking about the perfect society. And at the end of that, you talked about the spiritual influence in society and in the human being. So I thought, okay, let's go. Let's do this again. Let's sort of tackle that subject. Because, you know, most people, and I notice this sometimes if I publish something on my Facebook page related to spirituality or the influence evil influences in our mind some of the comments i get back from my friends in the the lauded north america say "Ah, but come on this is just a superstition this is not something real and you said in this program that we were listening to that being a psychoanalyst a scientist we deal with the raw material that the clients bring the psychological disturbances, etc., the nightmares, the sensation of spiritual influences disturbing them, the inner struggle they feel between good and evil. What is the nature of God? And so your science would be to consider that as a real experience, not necessarily a psychosis linked to something unreal.
2: You know, Richard,
0: <laughs> I'm asking we a rhetorical have to place. start
2: from a basic concept. Yeah. The stupid human beings of this planet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which includes some of my friends on Facebook, I think.
2: (laughs) They have the idea, by the way, the Aristotelian and Cartesian and positivistic idea, that only what you can see and touch and feel is real. What you don't see with your five physical senses... It's not real. It's not uh, measurable. Uh, so it, you, you cannot prove <laughs> its existence. So what you can't prove materially, its existence, does not exist. Yeah. So this is so stupid. Because if you consider the amount of energy that is beyond our perception and that holds the universe together, so all this incredible invisible energy, that is holding millions and billions of stars and planets. And even though you don't see it, it's there. And you, you may even uh, check with some scientific statements that how how much of the, the universe is, is energy and how much is matter. It's incredible. It's m- more than 90% yeah, is energy. minuscule
0: part is matter.
2: Yeah. yeah. So how come you can... In this huge, infinite universe, consider only what you can touch, and, and it's physical, tangible and that it's real how how come you can consider it like that
0: do you get a little frustrated having to explain this again
2: no it, but but it's, it's okay it's I know. okay because it's necessary uh, isn't it we need to improve the degree or the level of our humanity you know richard it's our it's our role to do this i was even reading some of dr keppis statements when he was talking to a, an audience in a ufo congress and he was saying that one must here in this planet to improve to help to improve the degree of consciousness of this planet, otherwise the nice guys or the good civilizations more advanced ones in the space they will not come here to do a cooperation to do an exchange only the only those who are in, in the lowest level would come here and and try to take profit from us because yeah. otherwise the most most developed uh, civilizations they will not come here because we are lunatics we are crazy we attack we, we are in a in such a, a degree of underdevelopment that is scary so
0: they're not going to come here because to, to deal we with. we need
2: to raise the level of uh, civilization here we need to be more advanced we need to help other people to increase their degree of consciousness so it's okay for me it's okay Uh, Love is this. Love is helping one's fellow man in what they need the most.
0: Fabulous. This is great. Because sometimes I worry, you know, my God, we're going over and over this territory. Maybe Claudia is totally tired of this.
2: (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Uh,
0: Dr. Kepi says in his fabulous book, Universe of the Spirits, Mm Mm-hmm which has been translated into English now. I think other languages too. Certainly it's in the original Portuguese. He says, he. I would like to make it clear that even though this book is called The Universe of the Spirits, this is a scientific analysis of the subject I'm conducting. I show in this book how far experimentation can go in reaching what we call the spiritual life. And then he goes on to say that If we fell from our true existence because of the temptations of Lucifer, we mustn't forget that the demons have never stopped their infamous work of trying to destroy our lives. So he doesn't consider this just a superstitious myth, which I think is exciting, original, innovative. I don't hear any scientists talking about this. This is a real experience, isn't it? We are bombarded constantly by Spiritual influences, good and bad.
2: You brought something that is really, really amazing, Richard. You know why? Because since the beginning of all civilizations, you can you can track back all civilizations, all nations, present nations, all groups of people, all cultures. They had always manifested an enormous interest and knowledge about the spiritual life and spiritual beings. So now, you see, we have like a a divided society. We have a a society divided in many areas.
0: Compartmentalized.
2: Compartmentalized society. So you see, we have the churches. uh, Lutheran Church, Catholic Church, Islamic people... Uh, jews um spiritists um the oriental philosophies, spiritual philosophies like Buddhism, Confucianism, all of them, with no exception, know that spirits are real. Then you have the arts, you have literates, you have musicians, composers, you have painters movie for sure. makers. Yes. You have painters, many, many areas in the artistic world that in, include this notion and this reality of the spiritual world and spiritual beings are are being them good or evil, right? Then you have secret societies. Like very well-known secret societies, like Illuminati, like masonry, like all of them know about the existence of spiritual beings. They know the existence of God. They know about the existence of Lucifer. They know about the existence of spirits and souls. Then you have the healers you have the spiritual healers and spiritual healings you have some doctors that do this at the side of their work but you can see this uh, centers of healing like where the holy mother shows up and she appears and she gives her messages and, and many times she she like where she where she comes uh, a a spring of water can heal people
0: from oh, in many in areas and yeah, Lourdes this was
2: a Lourdes point. and yeah. then you have those other spiritual healers all around the world shamans many others and they know the spirits are here they know people can get sick because of their spiritual influence evil influences and then you have all this spiritism down here in Brazil umbanda candomblé espiritismo all of those yeah. Uh, kind of even and even the powerful of the world. They are the Illuminati they are the trilateral, the Bilderbergers and the masonry they all have cults they have ceremonies sacred so-called or spiritual ceremonies they have.
0: Even we talked about this the Olympic ceremonies, the closing ceremonies yeah, was a giant,
2: a giant spiritual yeah. manifestation yeah. can it be good or evil? It was there and you have all these bands, rock bands, and you have the fashion. All this with this demons' expressions in in the drawings, and, and the way you dress up, and the way it's it's fashion to yeah. be to dress up yeah. like a demon. Yeah, not just the skull and crossbones, they are, but they all are of inspired by yeah. demons. So yeah. if they have this inspiration, where they take this inspiration from? They could say imagination, but how come? Imagination, imagination
0: You wouldn't imagine something if it wasn't somewhat true Yes,
2: of course And then you have to take the imagination from somewhere Yeah So, we see this all around You see this in the Bible You see this in literature You see this everywhere It's true Right? And then when you come to the science That was supposed to directly deal with this subject which is the psychoanalysis or psychology, the psychoanalytical or psychiatric uh, scientists that are dealing with the inner life of men that should be dealing with the inner life of men because most of them are dealing with cultural influences, physical diseases, neurological problems. Brain the, chemicals. Brain chemicals, but they don't touch the inner life of the individuals. And then here... We had Mr. Freud that made an enormous damage in what he did. When he brought this idea that human beings are only um, like an, um, like monte um, de cellulose.
0: A bunch of cells. A grouping yes, of cells, cells together, and physical.
2: neurons and the manifestation of physical energy. Yeah. And all the images, these imagery that we have in our minds are product or a byproduct of the matter. And then you see Jung trying to bring something more spiritual to the scientific approach. But he was very quickly disconsidered. Yeah. And then it came Melanie Klein considering envy as a, coming from this Jewish tradition of Lucifer. And envy being a, a, even a theological concept, the the starting point of it, and then she was disconsidered, and and all the authors that try to deal with the so called deliriums and hallucinations of human beings, every person, every scientist presently deal with this as a physical manifestation, only that, just a delirious hallucination and nothing real in relation to that. So you see, many, many areas in society, they take this as real. Churches, groups, secret societies, fashion, arts, etc., 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 and then you come to the very science that should deal with this and they deny. It totally denies.
0: Very interesting, because the uh, purpose of science would be to talk about the human experience. If this is a human experience, it should be part of science.
2: So you come to a logical conclusion. This saying that the biggest, the biggest trick of Lucifer and his followers is to be unknown for for science
0: to make us think that he doesn't exist.
2: Yeah, scientifically. So you pre- uh, people pretend he's a metaphor. He's just an imagination so he can fully act in his fullest potential. Good. In well, humanity. You know,
0: amazing. Let's come back to the, the science of spirits. I think this is an amazing subject. We'll consider this more how the the uh, spirits have an influence directly ...on human experience and how that's not being considered by science other than Roberto Kepi's science and Trilogy. We'll talk about that more when we come back on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. You're listening to the most relevant conversations on the planet about how to stop destroying ourselves and the world. This is the Stop Radio Network. I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones. You know, there are many ways to dig deeper into the themes we discuss in our Stop Radio Network programs. There are books and TV and radio programs, conferences, teleclasses. But what about this one, learning a language? That's kind of wild, isn't it? Millennium Language School in Sao Paulo, where I teach, incidentally, offers eight language courses using Norberto Kepi's psycholinguistic method. Yeah, we use his vast literature and scientific findings to make it easier for anyone to learn a language be a great time to tackle portuguese actually with brazil quickly becoming a prime world destination and you can learn online from wherever you are so drop us a line if you'd like to learn more jones at stop.org.br millennium language schools we're teaching life in eight languages
1: you're listening to the stop radio network from sao paulo brazil our programs are based on the landmark science of Dr. Norberto Kepi, and there are many exciting applications of his work occurring in Brazil and numerous other locations around the world. This includes language classes, translation services, psychology sessions by phone or Skype, and the new energy solutions proposed by the Kepi Motor. Kepi's expansive science is outlined in his many books and TV programs, all available through our site at stop.org. Now, back to Thinking With Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network.
0: Richard Lloyd-Jones, Claudia bernhard Pacheco, Thinking With Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network, the influence of spirits inside the human being. Uh, let me just give you some, some quick information about how to get in touch with us if this subject interests you more. Our websites have a lot of information about this kind of thing. Our HealingThroughConsciousness.com website has some direct texts from Dr. Kepi's book, The Universe of the Spirits that you can uh, brush up on and uh, discover more. If you want to buy the book, that's available there, too. And that would be highly recommended to you. And uh, we're on the Stop Radio Network at stopradio.org. We stream through iTunes. We're available in a lot of different ways, including now to your smartphone. So you can check us out in all those ways. And my personal email, jones at stop.org.br. Claudia, let's come back. You painted with such a broad brush, and I think you, you laid out in a very logical way the ridiculousness of not considering this in our scientific life. I think this is, for me, extremely clear now. So Dr. Kepi said in his book, Chapter 1, Universe of the Spirits, demons have a direct influence in the human mind.
2: Yeah.
0: uh so he said it's either God and his angels who act in the human mind or the evil spirits who do. Mm-hmm. So I, that made me think, we are not independent thinkers then. No. This idea that we have independent thought, that we can even have free thought.
2: We can freely combine the thoughts. Okay. But we cannot create thoughts. Yeah. The thoughts, all the thoughts are preexistent. Like Plato said, like Spinoza said like some other idealists said and, and understood that about the universals. Thomas Aquinas even spoke about universals, especially uh, St. Augustine, many others, that all the concepts are pre-existing yeah, and we recognize them. So we do not create thoughts and concepts. Yeah. We can combine them in a good or in a bad way.
0: Even artists have and talked about... And I can't deny
2: them, but we, we grasp all this yeah. from energetically and through resonance.
0: Yeah, even artists have talked about this, Claudia, capturing the yeah. music. The,
2: capturing all the concepts. I, I think
0: Michelangelo talked about freeing this the the being that was inside the rock, you yeah. know, that already yeah. existed. Yeah. So this is a, 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 a tangible, the way you're describing it in the first segment, it, it's a tangible thing that we can't, ignore that we are under the influence Mm -hmm. of an enormous spiritual aspect, both of ourselves and of an external I think we could
2: compare, we are 90% spiritual, we should be, and we are under 90% the influence of, of spirits, good or bad. So if we are under the good influence it's fine it's okay we we become healthier more more we accomplish better things we have more success in life but if we are under the influence of this evil guy so what we get is destruction and diseases and suffering and pain and psychosis pa- panic attacks and all. but you know Richard you see if We have a a client, he comes and he believes, he has a belief. He goes to a church or he doesn't, but it could be either way. But when he comes, we see that they have the uh, experience, tangible experience of spirits in their lives. But they can or cannot recognize, admit that this is coming from something real. Right. Because many kids, many children start suffering this kind of influence, they see demons, they talk to uh, um, invisible friends, yeah. invisible for the others yeah. uh, and some people they see and they hear and they and these are not only a product of their brain of their sick brain because this is this is present in. Thousands and millions of, billions of beings that are normal beings. And they see this. And they, and it seems that the psychotic ones, they are those who can, have no defenses. They don't have mechanisms of defense. To defend themselves from this the spiritual influence.
0: Well, they don't understand it. They think that they're being told by a dog or to kill somebody. I mean, they they don't have any protection from this because they don't understand it. Yeah, and our scientific world. And it's doesn't help it's us. a
2: little complicated because you yeah. know the only the only scientist or the only author or man or research researcher that did the union between psychopathology, the individual pathology, human and the spiritual pathology was Dr. Kepi. Yeah. So in order to be able to defend yourself from demons and from negative beings, it's absolutely essential you understand about your own psychopathology. And this is a, a big, enormous difference be- between exorcisms and psycho- uh, the integral psychoanalysis, Dr. Kepi's work. Yeah. Because uh, you see...
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, hang on a second, Claudia. We've we got a little interruption here. There's a little little girl singing right outside our door. <laughs> just, let me, just let me go and, uh, and deal with that first. Hang on a second.
2: Yeah, parece uma a ficar... tá aqui? Aqui,
0: Incredible. Let's just talk about this, Claudia, because we, we, I just interrupted the show for a second there because we had a young child. It's a holiday here in Brazil. with had a young child singing right outside our studio door and actually affecting the recording that we were doing. Yeah, it seems that
2: some spirit brought her here to, to do this noise because she had all the, the area to play, and she came exactly in front of our door to start singing. A,
0: incredible. And we would see that as a, a coincidence in yeah. our scientific world. The scientific world would never make an analysis that you've just made to say, look, a spirit... Brought, brought her, her yeah, inspired, inspired her. Suggested, inspired
2: her. Because many of our actions are inspired by beings. Many, many, many. So going back to our subject, Dr. Kepi brought together all these areas. And even the exorcists, they say, before you perform an exorcism, you must do, uh, like, um, drain away all the chances of being a psychological problem.
0: Yeah, you, you you must eliminate right eliminate yeah, all yeah. the all the opportunities all
2: these chances. So t- yeah. do tests and see yeah. really if there is not a psychological illness in there and not yeah. the demons. And considering that spiritual influence is one thing, possession is one thing, obsession is one thing, and psychological is illness is another thing. But this is not so. This is all together. And if you wanna, if you wanna know how the, how demons, how Lucifer, how Satan uh, uh, has power over you, you must know that he knows better than you do about your pathologies. What religious people call sins and weak points, yeah. the
0: weakness. And maybe the, the movies about this have, have done a disservice in the sense that they, they portray it as one or two people having this problem, right? That this mm-hmm. person needs to be exorcised. That person has the problem, but this doesn't affect us mm-hmm. normal people. Mm-hmm. But it's not like that, is it? It's
2: or like, uh, you have to check if the person doesn't have multiple personality or schizophrenia or any other uh, severe psychosis. But all psychosis have this influence behind it. And and as, as Dr. Kepi said, you, we cannot treat people... Just in one side, from one part, from one aspect. Only the psychological aspect or only the spiritual aspect. They are always together. And so,
0: certainly not only the material aspect. Yeah, oh, even more. Even worse. Even worse. Yeah. So this influence that happens on a day-to-day basis, how, how do you see this in, in your practice? What do, what do people bring? What's the raw material that they bring of these kinds of spiritual influences that, that we have day-to-day?
2: Every kind of vices, for instance, bad habits, um, psychological problems like isolation, s- um, low self-esteem or high self-esteem, megalomania, insecurity, depression, procrastination, physiological illnesses and and problems, uh, diseases, diseases, uh, insomnia. Uh, nightmares, panic attacks uh, that can progress to some more severe kind of uh, discontrol in your uh, professional life. Paranoia, feelings of being persecuted.
0: What yeah, you're, uh, you're, uh,
2: irritation.
0: That's irritation,
2: everybody. Uh, uh, insomnia. Difficulties in relating to people. Intolerance. All problems, everything that bothers you your life. Sometimes accidents, many, many times accidents, unnecessary surgeries and medical procedures that will harm you. Um, My gosh. Not speaking about murder, not speaking about violence, not speaking about... Robbery and all kinds of. Not uh, being
0: able to talk about these Social wars sicknesses, yeah.
2: injustices, yeah. envy, envy, uh, veracity, you can't control yourself in. Uh, uh, eating problems, eating.
0: Uh, bulimia, anore- anorexia, these kinds of eating problems. D- uh, drugs, alcohol, Excess- everything. Excessive narcissism. Yeah. Kepi said in his book, all diseases, uneasiness, anguish, and death itself constitute yeah. a gift from the demons to humanity. Because of that, we have urgently to return to the eternal good we had in the past. And in his book, he talks about this constantly in all of his books, but this one particularly. He says, look, I'm trying to make us conscious that there's something happening here that we've not wanted to see. And by not wanting to see, we make ourselves victims of it because it controls in secret, as you were talking about, the secret societies. So it's fundamental to talk about this, to have some consciousness, so we avoid the
2: imagine influences. Imagine if people start considering this as a real thing, not only as a religious thing, but also a real scientific thing. How, uh, uh, imagine what would happen.
0: How can we start to consider it then, Claudia? What is the uh, sort of the steps that we can take? Obviously, reading of these books, listening to our programs, this is vital, vital work. But I would think things like analysis, our conferences. You know,
2: Lucifer doesn't like our our psychoanalysis because the person focuses inside of him his inner life, and he will find there very unpleasant influences, sometimes even beings being... Inside, um, alojados,
0: uh, uh, um, uh, crippled, <laughs> installed, <laughs> installed inside, installed inside, <laughs> like of software. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> so <laughs> it's a <yes>. scary thought.
2: <laughs> yeah, but this is real. We have to to see because humanity is in this bad shape. Such a such a horrific, infernal life. Yeah. Social injustices—they come from this. No,
0: this we cannot deny. So
2: when Jesus said. And all those uh, spiritual um illuminated people when they said, uh, Lucifer is the prince of this world, the director of this world, and he directs society he's not uh he was not saying that the planet nature humanity was under like it, it was not the product of Lucifer but uh, Lucifer has its grips on all yeah. humanity, all yeah. human beings.
0: That we are under the influence of this spiritual, negative spiritual influence. So if, not by if, nature. And but. if
2: people understand this, they would change, they would not allow any more of these beings to control their lives, to suck their energy. They are here to suck our energy, to take pleasure, to relieve their envy, because they are too envious of human beings. And, and they, they come inside every person and every couple and every group that is happy and getting along fine. They come to create disorder, chaos, fighting. You see the Middle East. This Lucifer is there. It's, it's there in their minds, in the minds of their leaders, in the mind of their people. This was supposed to be the holy land and it's the infernal land. So you see, there is the influence of this, this big, Fallen angel, very powerful, unfortunately, because we give power to him.
0: Yeah. Can I tell you how exciting it is to do these recordings, Claudia? Why? Because we have a chance to talk about these things that I know nobody is really talking about. Nobody.
2: We are the only ones.
0: Fantastic. Because
2: everybody has a way to reject. Religion say this is our subject. Or even religious people now consider this as a metaphor. Even... Religious Catholics, religious Islamics, religious, um, uh, all religions, they can consider this as, and they do consider this as a metaphor to protect those evil spirits.
0: And what we have to say is it's not a metaphor, it's a real experience.
2: You know, when we went to, in 1983, 1984, we were dedicating uh, a, a big portion of our time and work to research, scientifically research, on this spiritual world. So we had some research groups that went to um, research on hospitals, psychiatric hospitals, on prisons, on regular hospitals, on associations, on everyday life, on... um, Uh, all um, all kinds of uh, uh, endeavors that could be found, this evil influence. All
0: sorts of areas where this would be prevalent. Even
2: economics. Even economics. Politics. Secret societies. And they did a beautiful work, these groups of research. And we um, presented the foundings of these researches. The findings of The this. findings of these researches. In one symposium in Sao Paulo in 1983, where we got around 800 people attending, and the media gave a lot of support and published many articles about this. So at that time, we, we, we did like a breakthrough in this information, And we felt the enormous reaction against this coming from some powerful groups and institutions. That like, and like Catholic Church was one of them.
0: Didn't want you. Didn't want us to
2: consider this scientifically. Incredible. And some other secret societies.
0: Well, this is obvious.
2: So media
0: too was media. Media
2: in the beginning, the media was very favorable, and yeah. then they stopped speaking about this. But when we went to New York City, we did another one.
0: 1984.
2: 1984. I have
0: the transcripts from these, uh, this symposium on demonology. These two that you did.
2: And you know, Doctor Kepi uh, found that, unfortunately, the powers that be in United States were very much. Uh, working for this um, negative spiritual influence in beings. Consciously. Uh, He knew that, and we knew that. But we did it in a very scientific and psychopathology and sociopathology and analyzing why socially, because he's a social scientist as well. So we analyzed the philosophical and social real and psychological causes, educational causes for the decay of the American people in the United States. Yeah. And the danger of following this Luciferian kind of mentality. And he did this in a very scientific way. And we had there all the main uh, medias, uh, TV, radio, and...
0: Journalism, newspaper.
2: Newspapers, and so all of them <laughs> recorded Amazing. the sessions, they wrote articles, but the directors say said, no publication about this whatsoever. You cannot make any publications, any um, transmission, any exposure of these ideas. Wow. So they just
0: kept They, they buried quiet. it. They were then under the influence of these of
2: the secret societies that uh, they worship Lucifer. You know, they they find Lucifer as the big friend, and they don't understand that Lucifer has no friends. He make pacts with a few people, with a group of people, and he can even give good tips and benefit to those um, kind of psychopaths in power. But eventually, eventually. Lucifer is incapable of of being loyal of having friends he will never be a loyal friend so these people i i regret uh for for them have a, like sure. a deep regret yeah. i have a deep sorrow because i think my god what will be the future of those beings of those human beings that are now in power impeding humanity to develop its divine facet, it's divine essence, the divine society. So when we invite our people to come to our conference in July two thousand and thirteen, we put the, the we put the name New Physics and the Divine Society because the true society is divine, has ever been divine, as we have ever been divine as beings. Society has always been divine, but it has been spoiled and destroyed and we have to go back to rescue the, the true divine society.
0: I hope our program is a step towards that. Yes. Perhaps you never thought of yourself as a rescuer of society. Most of the activists I know think in terms of building a better society or creating a more just and workable system, so perhaps our show gives you another perspective on that. I'm quite sure most of us don't think in terms of divine society either. But Kepi's work embraces even that immense but ignored theological part of ourselves. Our program, Thinking with Somebody Else's Head, is a production of the International Society of Analytical Trilogy in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next time on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head.